Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and Pastor Adam Osher continue their discussion on the small called articles. Being Lutheran is sponsored by the Free Lutheran Bible College and Seminary, establishing students in the eternal and inerrant word of God for a life of faith in Jesus Christ and faithful service in his kingdom since 1964. To learn more or apply, look at flbc.com. Welcome to the Being Lutheran Podcast. I am Pastor Brett Bow, and I'm joined by Pastor Jason Goodham and Pastor Adam Osher. All right, welcome back. We are on a new set of episodes as we continue our March slog. Uh, March. Rucking. Let's raise expectations today. March. March. Okay. March. March through the small called articles. Yeah, we're on part two, article two. Uh, naming convention, we are on part 2.2, subparagraph 1, yes. paragraph 8.3, alpha. Stop. Yes. I intentionally did You, you used yeah. umlaut last time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. This is really tough, Jason. I don't know why you decided to do the small cult articles. You know, why didn't we just go on to something different, like the power and primacy of the Pope? That's fun. We will do, it will all become apparent once we get to section three. Part three of the small called articles is where the payoff comes, and it will almost all come from the section on enthusiasm. Isn't that the part where all of the, <laughs> yes. the uh, uh, insult generators, the Lutheran <laughs> insult generators, all come from that, right? That and table talk. Okay. Yeah, but we, we get, sooner or later, dear listener, we will be talking about the Schwarmer, mm-hmm. which is the German word for the sound of the buzzing bees. Yes. And, I can't uh, wait. That's, oh, that's, be fun. that's good times. Yeah. I like Luther. I'm fond of him. I do. I am going to ask him when we get to heaven, like, what's up with this convention, man? Like, you couldn't have organized this better. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's great. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's let's get into it here. Uh, we're talking uh, here. I guess I'll just read the section we're going to look at. We're looking at uh, the Mass or Lord's Supper here. Um, so it says that the Mass under the papacy has to be the greatest and most terrible abomination as it directly and violently opposes this chief article. In spite of this, it has been the supreme and most precious of all the various papal idolatries. For it is held that the sacrifice of work or work of the Mass, even when performed by a rotten scoundrel... I almost feel like I need to say that with an Irish... A rotten scoundrel. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All right. Uh, Even performed by a rotten scoundrel, delivers people from sin, both here in this life and beyond in purgatory, even though the Lamb of God alone should and must do this, as mentioned above. Nothing is to be conceded or compromised in this article either, because the first article does not allow it. Let it be known that here and now, <laughs> Brett Bow oh, invented man. the character Doctrine Beard the Pirate. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Do you remember Jason? Yes. Jason and I recently yeah. attended a conference together uh, for the schools, uh, his role on the board and mine as the dean. And we were we were there and they had a worship time at the beginning. And the guy was singing like uh, Irish. Yeah, he was doing a sea shanty. Yeah, sea shanties. <laughs> That's what they were in, in the songs. I walked in and he's beating on a drum and everybody's chanting. And, and Jason and I walked. And we immediately turned around and walked right back out to get coffee because so don't start that if you're going that direction, Brett. Nobody wants that. It it almost sounds like a character from The Simpsons or something. Well, yeah, or Dirty Rotten Scoundrels or something like that. Get uh, Steve Martin. (laughs) I, you know, I would probably listen to a Steve Martin uh, audio book of the Book of Concord. 
Ooh, yes. That would be interesting. You yes. think we could get them to buy in on that? Maybe. Steve Martin and uh, Steve... Oh, I'm drawing, it, drawing a blank. Who's the... What's Steve the, Martin, if I you are forget. listening to yeah. us right now. Two of the three amigos. And you have... Martin Short? Mar- yes, Martin Short. That's what I'm thinking of. There yeah. you are. Yeah, got it. Okay, I was, I was trying to invite him, and you guys just kept figuring this out. I'm, as, I'm good with Steve Martin. As has been our tradition, this is a yet another rousing introduction uh, slash opening. I apologize for that. All right, I, well, let's, yeah. I just want to take note of the article itself here. Yeah. Uh, I love, everybody gives me a hard time because of my superlatives when I speak. This is the best, worst, whatever. And and he says this, and I have a, I, I just have a sneaking suspicion. He's going to say that the the next thing he's railing against is the most terrible abomination, and, and that it <laughs> most directly and violently opposes the gospel and everything. And and so I I love that about Luther. I, I just I, I can resonate. I can get behind that. Well, it's the thing with Luther is you really never can tell what he's thinking or how he feels about a topic. <laughs> yeah. Just tell us what you think. Always yeah. wondering. Could you spell it right. out for us, Luther? Yes. <laughs> so you're for the mass or against it? You know, just just be straight with us uh, yeah so brad yeah we're, we're ask we us questions from that yeah so what well let's start i guess should we make a big deal of the just the wording of the mass or what we're you know yeah. for the you know, really lay person coming at it they might read this and say what so basically what we want to be clear when this says the mass because the mass is in our modern era, Roman Catholic theology to the utmost, right? And so the, the doctrine behind the Mass is simply the doctrine of Holy Communion or the doctrine of the Eucharist. Uh, the Mass in Roman Catholic parlance is the worship service with Holy Communion as a part of that. And so, you know, this really could have been titled Holy Communion, mm-hmm. but we are especially looking at the practice of Holy Communion rather than the doctrine behind Holy Communion. And it's because, and if you go to the, you know, the part of the article, this is a longer article, the part of the article that you read, mm-hmm. Brett, is that it the, the Mass directly and violently opposes the chief article. And this is where we have to pause and clarify, because Luther is not saying that the doctrine of Holy Communion is in violent opposition to justification. In fact, just the opposite in the Lutheran Church, the uh, the doctrine of Holy Communion flows directly out of the doctrine of justification. And so in the Roman Catholic Church, the Mass is a non-bloody sacrifice of Christ in that moment for the sins of the people. And, and that's what is being rejected. And so really, we're talking as much or more about practice than we are about doctrine. Okay. So is the idea then that... Um, that in the the Catholic Mass, as they speak, or the Eucharist here, that that non-bloody sacrifice of Christ is a re-sacrifice, and therefore um, opposed to the the words of you know, for instance, Hebrews, where it talks about once for all. Correct, exactly what it is, and and it's because. In Roman Catholic theology, the trickle-down effect of everything that they confess is that Jesus' sacrifice on the cross explicitly wasn't enough to deal with my sins in the here and now, right? And Hmm. so you got got the whole doctrine. We talked last time about the merit, uh, the the. Treasury of merits. Treasury of merits. Yep. That's the word, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how now it's extended that you need to merit the merit of Christ. And you got the, so you got the merit of the saints and you got all of this. And, and it really flows from the doctrine that Christ's atoning sacrifice uh, took care of eternal punishment for believers. But there's still this temporal punishment that needs to be dealt with. And there's the whole problem with purgatory yep. and everything like this. But here, Luther and the Lutherans in other places, and, and I think this is one of the spots in 
in the book of Concord where it is especially helpful to do a systematic comparison of what's taught at the diff- in the different documents. Yeah. Yep. So it would be really interesting. One of my biggest wishes for yeah, yeah, you know, like a like a topical yeah. recording. So yep. take the Luther in the catechisms. Uh, his doctrine of Holy Communion, and then take the two or three articles in the Augsburg Confession on the doctrine of Holy Communion, and then put it up against the uh, this article and the small call articles, and there's a doctrine of Holy Communion in the formula of Concord, and, and all of this lines up well, right? And so it's a matter of applying what Christ has already done for us out of his grace and mercy, or this is now somehow a system of merit done for. And so the Lutheran assessment of the Roman Catholic doctrine switches it from the power of God's word to the power of the act. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times the Lutherans will talk about this phrase, ex opere operato, which is a, a Latin phrase that means from the outward act. Mm-hmm. And so a recurring theme for what we're talking about, it'll come up in the Bible study sections in the next couple of weeks, is that the difference between the Roman Catholic doctrine of communion and the Lutheran doctrine of communion is that the sacraments work in the Lutheran church because they are the word of God, and the sacraments work in the Roman Catholic church because they are done, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the things we get run into trouble with, if a person's just reading through the Book of Concord, and, yep. the, and yep. we encourage people to do that, and it's there's there's a lot of you know, I mean, just even for a devotional, there's a lot of devotional value in it. There's a lot of good things. Plug right here, <laughs> dailyboc.substack.com. You can have daily readings of the Book of Concord dropped right into your email box. I heard the person though that puts that out's a liberal. Is uh, that true? And an idiot. Yes, a liberal Both. idiot. Yep. Yep. I, I thought. Anyway, it's Jason. Jason. Yeah, yeah. Just for the record. Okay. Right. But that idea of the devotional readings, right? It's important. But when you read something like this, uh, especially, uh, you know, this part two, um, you know, article two, you're looking at, we, we just read, you just read the first paragraph. Yeah, There's right, 29 paragraph. yep. paragraphs, on, you know, that we're going to be kind of covering today. And as you, as you work your way through it, you finally get to the point where you realize this is the case. But when we talk about mass, sometimes we think church service. There's nothing right. wrong with yep. a church service. That's not what Luther's saying here. Yep. There's nothing wrong with communion. Just, just, to, just kind of summarize what we've said so far. And I think that's one of the things you can look like, Paul, when you read mass, that today's Catholic could read that and say, what do you mean going to church is wrong now? Yeah, no, but it's yeah. the what's going on there. What is what is being declared to be done there? And the, the re-sacrifice of Christ, is, is, that has not gone away to the best of my knowledge, right? That's the whole idea that they have the tabernacle where they keep the consecrated host. Uh, the idea that uh, in case somebody has slipped Jesus into their pocket and uh, brought him home kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sort of... And you have the veneration of the elements, and the language is still used in some places. And this is, again, where we want to caution. Right. Uh, there is so much doctrine in the Roman Catholic Church that is written and commented upon, you can almost find a contradiction at every point. But the, the non-bloody or the unbloody sacrifice is the terminology that is used and commented on. Uh, and what one of the absolute strengths of Lutheran doctrine in the Book of Concord, whether it's Luther in the Catechisms and in the Small Card Articles or Melanchthon in the Augsburg Confession or Chemnitz and Andriae in the Formula of Concord, is we insist at the beginning of every topic to define the terms, mm-hmm. to lay down the boundaries, like the, the, the you know, like the, the field rules, right? You know, where huh, the speakers are inbounds and, and the wall over there is, you know, stuff like that, is if we're de- not defining terms then we're speaking on the same level. And we especially want to avoid, it would be entirely reasonable 
for a Roman Catholic person in earnest, with, you know, with no fault of their own, to gloss over this and say the Lutherans say going to church is bad. Yeah, and yeah. you you would have a an unfortunate argument or debate taking place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, let's let's make a little bit of application. You know, to today's world yeah, at this point. You know, the, defining terms makes it's a huge thing for us to do even today. Uh, but also, you know, the way you're mentioning both the theology and the practice here. Uh, you know, if you ever find yourself in like a Catholic service and they're doing, you know, having the, the mass, um, how have you guys wrestled with, or have you had the, those kinds of Catholic interactions or, um, or, or your people in dealing with that? So the only time it's come up for me is at Roman Catholic funerals for family members. And uh, as a Lutheran, I simply do not go up to receive the Eucharist at that point in time. Um, it, it also depends on what flavor of Lutheran you are, because there, there are certain Lutherans who just wouldn't be in that situation to begin with. Yeah. But, but where this is helpful is talking with your friends and family and neighbors about, you know, if you have a Roman Catholic in your periphery, right, to, to discuss what's going on. And again, you know, one of the fundamental disagreements is when Roman Catholics talk about the Mass or talk about Holy Communion, they're, they're talking about the doing. And when Lutherans talk about Holy Communion, we're talking about what we're receiving. It's mm. probably the primary thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you look at uh, the, the one scripture passage, Adam, is that what you said? There's one scripture passage quoted in this entire article, and it's Matthew 15, about these people honoring me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the, the, the Lutheran criticism or critique of the Roman Catholic theology is, look, I can do the thing. And, mm-hmm. and get, you know, social credit points for it. And that covers up, you know, it's if I do X, then I can do Y. And it, it, it kind of ends up working like Weight Watchers points. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritual Weight Watchers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got points to give today. Well, it's, yeah. you know, this give is, me that ice cream. I'm going to have a cheat day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a cheat day. Yep. Every meal is a cheat meal if you try hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> But this is coming out of the Middle Ages. This is exactly what was happening mm-hmm. is they would do preemptive masses like for soldiers uh, going to war. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. And then what it ended up being is for rich people going on hunting trips. They're like, well, I might uh, get a little bit loosey-goosey around the fringes here. Uh, <laughs> Father, will you forgive me now for what I'm about to do? And, you know, it, you can put up that meme from the Facebook commercials. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the whole thing is when we think we can cancel out sins with our good deeds, mm-hmm. that's where the critique is. Yeah, well, well said. So a, a big part of this centers around the institution of communion, right? So um, I want to I want to ask a little bit about that. What do you guys think about when, when he talks about the nature of instituted in the right way according to Christ, what, what is that referencing or what's that discussion about? So the Lutheran confession instituted in the right way, according to Christ, is that it is instituted using Christ's words of institution, not as a magical incantation, because, but because that's the command, mm-hmm. right? And so what the Lutheran confession is that the Christ instituting communion at the Last Supper is the pattern for all other services with Holy Communion, Mm -hmm. you know, and notable in that particular first, you know, Holy Communion. um, It's very interesting that they were all alive, right? 
in that room. Yeah, to the best of they my knowledge, he serving it to dead serve people. it to a dead person in that room, and and so like the the command was to to do it in remembrance of him as a you know as as those who are living, and that was one thing that was being done too, right? Is to to offer it on behalf of the dead or to t- to receive it on behalf of the dead, and that's where you get into some abuses, which I think we'll probably talk more about the abuses next week. Yep. This article talks quite a bit about abuses of the mass and these types of things, but. Um, but yeah, so according to Christ's words... So according to Christ's words, first we start off with the fact that everyone's on the same side of the table as Leonardo da yes, Vinci recorded, yeah. yes. which is why we get... <laughs> one is laying their head, you yeah. know, more closely, leaning into Jesus, and one looks like a scoundrel. And everyone know. carries... At, le- at least one person at every table carries the money, but no, yeah. it's, a, it's according to Christ is that it is done with the elements... And with Christ's words, this is my body, this is my blood. So uh, there, there is a portions of the Lutheran liturgy, it's called an exhortation to communion. And one of the exhortations communion, you must believe that Christ is present with his body and blood as the words plainly declare, declare yeah. mm-hmm. right? And, and this is, the, the elements are Jesus is there, it's for the forgiveness of sins, and we receive this orally and not spiritually. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we, we could get into different nuances, but those are the main elements. And uh, that eliminates the parading of the elements and the veneration of the elements. And, and you know, there are, there are things that are audiophora mm-hmm. as far as communion is concerned, and there are things that are not audiophora as far as communion is concerned. And as so many things come down, you know, in, in Lutheran parlance, we talk about law and gospel, um, the whole idea of of the sacrament is it's a gospel thing yep and in the mass that's Done being dis- supposed to do yeah yep, yep. And, and that's exactly where i'm going with this brett is that in the in this article the con- condemnation is that they have turned it into law and that it's something that you do. It's not a gospel thing, something that's done for me. And just like any, I mean, there's so, anytime that we find ourselves in some theological error, and Jason, you'll probably figure out a way that I'm wrong on this because I'm already thinking. Yes, you're already, I, I, I see. No, but think about this. What, what theological controversies uh, are there that don't boil down to the fact that this is something I'm trying to do for God versus something God has done for me? It's a it's a mistaken uh, a mistaking of law and gospel, right? And and funny funny enough that you bring that up because that is not our disagreement with the Roman Catholics so much, although with the abuses of the sacrament where it's done out of the outward act, that's our dis- disagreement with the other Protestants is that the sacraments are conceived of something that we're doing as a demonstration to God of our faith and not that God is delivering to us, right? Correct. And so on either side of the horse, you're <laughs> turning the gospel into a law. Yeah. The, the layer right underneath that, though, is that our sinful nature will turn gospel freedom into license. And so Luther drops this phrase, a, a human trifle. Mm-hmm. into the article. And the uh, the flip side is we can't do anything we want with the sacrament. Mm-hmm. That because it is a sacred thing, we honor Christ's words. And so that means Coke and potato chips are out, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it means playing, you know, this is where the conversation about online communion is to be had. And we're not going to have that conversation, but is we're not messing with the doctrine of the sacrament based on playing willy-nilly because it's gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, it, our sinful natures will turn the gospel into spiritual libertarianism, mm-hmm. and we want to avoid that. It's, uh, this is a freeing thing, 
but we want to stay as close to what Christ has commanded as possible. Yeah. And that's this, and, and it's not discussed in this article, but that's, you said, you mentioned both sacraments, right? You yep. mentioned both Lord's Supper and, and baptism. Baptism is the exact same problem. You run into the exact same things. And the reason that I've struggled a lot with uh, the more, uh, we'll call them credo Baptists, uh, I think that that's, is that the fair term for yep. that? Is that what they would identify the, the, pedo as? Pedo-Baptist versus credo-Baptist. Credo that's an actual yeah. category. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to go for. I don't want to be disingenuous or Polemic. whatever. And, and I... I look at that in the the biggest difference, and this is a conversation I have with my friends in that camp, is as I look at scripture, it seems to me that baptism is something God does for me. It seems like it's a work that he's doing, and, and that's what I see in Scripture. When he says that it's something that it, you know, he likens it to a circumcision done without hands by the you know the uh, working of Christ, that Christ is doing this you know um, circumcision on the heart, not you know elsewhere. Uh, we'll leave it there. Um, but you know <laughs> that, that Christ is doing this work for us, and when we turn it into something that we do, however well intentioned, however work of faithy it is, you know, not work of law that you have to do it to be saved, but we're doing it to show that we're saved. Uh, however that goes, and then on the the other side is the idea of the libertine, no, the libertine, right? The, I, I'm baptized. I can live however I want. It doesn't matter what I do now because and it's turned the, it's, you're, it's exactly the same thing you're discussing, Jason. Exactly the same thing yeah. on both sides of both sacraments. Precisely. And, and the interesting thing about this is the moment you lose the sacraments, what you do in your doctrine is you create a vacuum that is filled with something else that is a sacrament. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in the in the in the generic American church, you punt on Holy Communion and you punt on baptism. So now where are you deriving your assurance from? Where are you deriving the confidence in the gospel and baptism in, in the Lord's Supper get replaced by speaking in tongues or they get replaced like, by the altar call yeah, and the decision yeah. and they're, you know, Writing a, your sin on a slip of paper and nailing it yeah, to na a, a cross. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> there, there's always a need for a sacrament. And, and the Lutherans are here looking at scriptures like, well, why don't we just use the sacraments then? But, you know, we, we're always trying to do ourselves what God has done for us and mm. then get credit for it. Yeah, it's interesting you say it that way. Because that's exactly what, what the purpose of the Eucharist communion, however the, the Catholics would have, have used that, that term here. It's exactly what it is. It's God wanting to bring us to the cross. It's wanting us to be assured that our sins are forgiven. And the exact opposite thing is happening when it becomes a work of ours. And that's kind of what, that's why it's the most rotten of all, what did he say? Rotten, rotten scoundrel. scoundrels. Scoundrels yeah. and uh, the most... Uh, whatever the, his his whole uh, most terrible abomination. That's the word I was looking for. You know, it's it's that idea that Luther is because it messes with Jesus on the cross. Yep. You don't want to mess with Jesus on the cross. You don't want to turn it into something that you're doing on behalf or that it wasn't enough. Anytime you take the, anytime you take Jesus uh, in the cross, the finished work of the cross away, it turns into every other religion of the world. Yep. It, it's not Christianity anymore. It's not any, it's, it's the same bucket of milieu of working for God rather than Christ finished for us. Every time you add something to Jesus, what you're really doing is subtracting Jesus. Yep. Period. Mm -hmm. That's good math, yeah. Jason. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm nothing if not a math guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, maybe this is a good place to end. Uh, next time we get to talk about all the abuses. There's just a few, you know. Like, yeah. There's K like, of them. Like, yeah, K, like K, K like of them. 14 yes, right. on our <laughs> list here. We listed it by, uh, by letter. Uh, like, and, and there's K of them. So what is that? That's yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. lot. That's a lot. We won't talk about them all. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time, listener. Thanks for uh, listening today. 
Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. You are invited to the Summer Institute of Theology on August 7th through the 11th at the Free Lutheran Bible College and Seminary in Plymouth, Minnesota. Join pastors and lay people from around the country for training in apologetics, congregational leadership, systematic theology, and studies in the Psalms. Find the full list of electives and registration information at flbc.edu slash SIT. God bless you and have a great week.